The Power of the Word is brought to you each week by the support of our partners and friends. Today on Power of the Word. Prophets hundreds of years before his birth prophesied that he was coming, where he was coming to, to whom he was coming. The prophets of old, there's hundreds of prophecies that told us he was coming and significantly many things about that coming and what it would look like and where it would be and on and on and on. You can't make it up. He's either who he said he was or the biggest liar that ever drew breath. But I'm here to tell you he's exactly who he said he was and he's exactly what the Bible claims he is. Amen. God cares for you. He wants to guide your life and take care of your needs. Through him, you can find the protection and provision you need to face any situation. In the series, The Father's Care, Dr. Ed King shares about the safety and shelter found in a personal relationship with God. And I don't think that you can live a carefree life unless you understand the care of your Father and what he says about that. And the Bible says a lot of things about that. Listen and learn that what matters to you matters to God. How to understand and seek the kingdom of God first and then receive God's abundant supply for your life. To get these messages as a digital download for $10 or on CD for $20, go to poweroftheword.com or call us at 800-956-4433. And you hear often the story about poor old Jesus. There wasn't any room for him in the end. But I think it was uh, going before by the hand of the Lord that caused that end to be full. So here this young woman about to deliver could have the privacy that was needed. And I've heard uh, stories that this was not a barn where this happened. We, we have an East Tennessee rendering and a probably Americanized rendering that we superimpose over this. But this was a cleft in the rock. It was a hollowed out part, almost like a little cave in the hillside where they would get shelter from the wind and the cold and the elements. And they may put a little fence of some sort barrier across the front to keep the livestock in. But it was not a structure. It was an indention in the land in the hillside. You can see it if you go there because that hillside is visible now. You can see it. And they say it's the place where it all happened. No reason to not believe it. It is in Bethlehem. And you can see those places. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling claws and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock 
by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. There was a portion of the heavenly host that was on the scene for the coming of Jesus Christ. So the interference that could happen spiritually to the birth of this Savior so that that could be put in check. God had a time. The Bible says Jesus was brought forth in the fullness of time. He didn't come early. He didn't come late. He came in the fullness of time, exactly when time was right. And he came exactly to the right place. And he came exactly to the right people. Nothing was left to chance. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger, and suddenly... There was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered in those, at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things which they had heard and seen. And it was told unto them. Can you imagine being able to participate in a moment in time like that. That's a historical event. And it was protected, guarded, watched over by the angels, witnessed by the shepherds. God had a specific place and a specific event. And so I just want to talk to you a little bit about this Jesus and a little bit about this event and maybe some events that followed. But this Jesus was born in the humblest, we just read, of settings, in a place that had not much significance in the day and not much more today, outside of the fact that he was born there. I've been there a number of times, several times, and it's still a little town on a hillside. Not much to it. But it's something, and people come from all over the world at this time of the year because of that one event. So it may have no other claim to fame. It may not have a NFL team or a, you know, world-class soccer team, but Bethlehem's claim to fame is there was a Savior born there. Amen. Amen. And so Jesus was born in the humblest of settings, 
and yet heaven above was filled with angelic songs to prove the significance. God drew attention to it. His birthplace was a cattle shed. Yet a star announced his birth. All of heaven declared it. He was the most influential person who has ever lived on this planet. This little baby, born in a shed or a hewn out piece of cave-like rock. Nothing significant to it, but he changed the whole world. The whole world. Everything about the world changed and pivoted on this moment in time. So he was the most and is the most influential person who's ever lived on this planet. His very birth was the greatest miracle in history. He was born of a virgin. God took upon himself human flesh. God took upon himself human flesh. To never, ever go back to what he was before. He's still a part of us and will be eternally. <laughs> you have a human being, now a God human being, but you have a human being that is the second member of the Godhead. And he's your forerunner. Now I don't know what that means, but it's bigger than you can imagine. And it'll take eternity to reveal it. Because your finite mind won't wrap around it here. It is significant. At a marvelous level. We don't have words. You don't have words. You can't, you can't even form words. Wars have been fought over him. Almost every war that is, is, is anywhere fought on this planet of any significance is almost always a religious war. It has something to do with beliefs. Well, we believe this, we believe that, so therefore since you don't believe what I believe, we'll just go to war. We'll make you believe it or we'll take your property from you. The war that we're facing even right now today, and you may think we're not in a war, but we are. And it's not just some insignificant spiritual war that, you know, we've been fighting forever on planet Earth. This is a real one today. And it's all over who's going to run this planet. But I got news for you. <laughs> they won't win it. <laughs> you can rest assured of that. Those who think they can outdo this one. There's a lot of people thought that down through the years. They've never succeeded, nor will they ever. Amen? So God took him upon himself human flesh and dwelt among us. Significant. Wars are fought over him. 
families are united or divided over him. <laughs> you can't be neutral about this man, Jesus. Amen. His teachings have endured the centuries. Nobody ever spoke like this man. Significant. Lives have been and still are being changed, altered by him. He's the life giver. He's the life changer. And he's alive today. And his blood has never dried up. And what he did has never gotten old. He's still as relevant and as fresh today as when these events happened right here. This changed everything. Prophets, hundreds of years before his birth, prophesied that he was coming, where he was coming to, to whom he was coming. The prophets of old, there's hundreds of prophecies that told us he was coming and significantly many things about that coming and what it would look like and where it would be and on and on and on. You can't make it up. He's either who he said he was or the biggest liar that ever drew breath. But I'm here to tell you he's exactly who he said he was and he's exactly what the Bible claims he is. Amen. We have this wonderful opportunity that God has provided us through the television, satellites, and all the things that we do to reach you. But it is an expensive proposition to come to you. And we do it for you. We don't do it for money. We don't do it for any of those reasons. We do it for you. But it takes money to do it. You can have money and have no ministry, but you can't have ministry when you have no money. We appreciate you being willing to partner with, uh, with us here at Power of the Word through your giving and through your prayers because you are making it happen. Of course, the Lord, but He uses people just like you. And so prayerfully consider being a part of this team here at Power of the Word through your prayers and through your financial giving. And we certainly would appreciate it. And we thank God for you. Wise men made their way from the Far East, hundreds of miles away, to come to where this child was born. It took them so long to get there. The Bible says that when they got here, he was still not a babe in a manger, but he was a young child. It took them a significant amount of time, and they came bearing him gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh, the Scripture tells us. Some have thought and deduced that because there were three forms of gifts mentioned that there were three wise men. The Bible doesn't say there were three wise men. It said there were wise men. And we know that they have those three forms of gifts that were brought, brought to him. And I, I had a friend of mine who, a um, very, very wealthy man, and he did some research on this very thing. He, and he, they went back in history, 
and they analyze what a king of that day would give in gift form to another king because a gift is an indication of you. When you give a gift, it indicates what you think, how much you care, what kind of thought goes into it. And so when a gift is given, then there's a significance to it. It's significant from the giver, but it's also significant about who you're giving it to, the worthiness of the one you give it to. So a gift is indicative of a lot of things. The Bible says a man's gift will make room for him. Now, what does that mean? When you bring a gift to somebody, it'll open doors because a gift is in a sense, it's a praise. It's a, it's a accolade. It's, it's something that signifies what you think and how you feel. Many people have analyzed the, that scripture and they said, well, when a man's gift makes room for him, they're, they're, they must be talking about your gifting. In other words, if you're a good singer, it'll open doors for you, things that, and that. But that's not what it means. It's talking about a gift. And they knew that. And so here you have these wise men. The Bible calls them the kings of the east. And so they brought king gifts, kingly gifts, that reflected on their reign, on what they ruled over. And they brought it to a king that was higher than them. They knew this, spiritually speaking. And the star signified that. They, they knew this was an event. And so they brought these gifts to this king, kings giving a kingly gift. And my friend that did the analysis of it, he went back and researched history and what would be a significant gift of that day, that era, what would it be? And this is a number of years ago that he told me this. He told me this personally. And at that time, and of course, inflation would change these numbers some today, wouldn't make it less, it'd make it more. But at the time he told me, he said, he said, in today's standard, in today's currency, in today's gold standard of that time, he said that gift would have been at least $250 million. Poor old Jesus. Well, I don't believe that. Well, don't believe it. But it's true. And so here we have this man, this child, that his coming moved the kings of the east enough to where they came to seek him out. And so wise men sought him then, and wise men seek him now. How wise are you? That's a good question to ask yourself. Amen. Sages quote him. He's probably the most quoted person in the history of this planet. His teachings have gone farther and wider 
than anyone. He is the premier figure of both the Old and the New Testament. The Old Testament prophesied of his coming. The New Testament gives reflection back on his coming. And what he did, what he was about, how he changed humanity, how he changed everything. The Bible is the book that tells the story of the Christ. From Genesis, you see him prophesied first, first prophecy about him. You find in Genesis 3. Starts in the very beginning. But even John's gospel says, in the beginning, and that's as far back as you go, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that Word that he's speaking of is Jesus Christ. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the whole Bible, that's the theme of the whole book. The Bible is so far superior to any other piece of literature that's ever been penned. And the acceptance globally of the Bible causes every other book, if, if you see the stack of Bibles sold compared to any other book, it's not even comparable. There's no other book. So if you don't believe in Jesus, how does this other stuff happen? When you offer apologetics for was Jesus real, there's certain things that you have to take into account. That would be one of them. Who else has been able to accomplish that? Has to be supernatural to even exist. What about the lives that are changed when people who come to him? People didn't just give their life for him in the day that he was here. People give their life for him today. There's people who will die for him. You know? And people who will live for him too. It's one thing to die for him. It's another thing to live for him. But I'm talking about somebody who changes lives. The prophecies that have gone before, they get fulfilled. They go dig. The more earth they dig up and the more they turn over, it always proves out to be. Everything that this book said about him is accurate, true, with no alterations and no deviations. The more truth we get, the more it confirms who he is. Always. Never any doubts. Always. So sages quote him, saints worship him, evil humanity despises him. Good people love and follow him, demons tremble at the mention of his name. Angels worship at the mention of his name. Oppressed humanity is freed by his name. Eternal life is offered to those who trust him. Nobody like this Jesus. None before, none since. Sin could not touch him. The grave could not hold him. Hell could not keep him. Holidays are celebrated because of him. His name brings terror to the evil and peace to the humble. The soil that was reddened by his blood 
could not claim his dust. Our very calendar is based on his coming. Time was split with this babe that lie in a manger. Time was altered because of him. That's why we celebrate Christmas. That's why we talk about him. That's why we light our trees and do the stuff as feebly as we can. We try in our human way, and it's small by comparison, when the stars worship him. What can we do that's that significant? We don't have it, do we? But we try. But one day, we're going to find full expression. One day we will. Amen. Amen? I look forward to it. So our very very calendar and time itself is split by his coming. He never wrote a book, but thousands have been written about him. Maybe millions. <laughs> he never traveled more than a hundred miles from home, but his influence has changed the whole world. He never built a building but thousands have been built to honor him. (laughs) He's the most influential, honored, revered, adored, loved person in all of history. No man ever spoke like this Jesus. No man ever did what Jesus did. He's not just a man. He's the God man. Over 2,000 years after his birth, he's still the central figure of the human race. There's none like him. None ever will be like him. Christmas is all about the Christ. Christmas is all about Jesus. Christmas is all about our Savior. Christmas is all about our Redeemer. want to thank you for being a part of Power of the Word here at this special time of the year, the Christmas season. And we believe that this is a time for you to experience God in a new way. The coming of Jesus Christ to this earth changed everything, everything from the calendars to the way we approach life and everything, even into eternity. If you don't know Jesus, this is your time. This is the best time to come to know him. This Christmas season is so charged with energy. Some say, well, it's been commercialized and all this and all that, and there's all the turmoil in the world. And there is all that. But Jesus said, I came to give you peace, a peace that passes all understanding. And so there may be turmoil in the world, but in the middle of that, you can have the peace of God. So why don't you pray this prayer with me right now? Say, Jesus, I take you right now as my Lord and my Savior. I give my life to you, to serve you today and forever. Sin, Satan, I don't serve you. Jesus, I take you and make you the Lord of my life. 
Now, you, if you prayed a prayer like that, I know you'd mean it. You wouldn't pray a prayer like that without meaning it. Let us know here at Power of the Word because we want to pray with you. We want to rejoice with you. Plus, you need to tell somebody what you've done. Very, very important that you do that. And this, I believe for you, especially if you prayed that prayer, but even maybe you've prayed that prayer in the past, but I believe this is going to be the best Christmas ever for you in Jesus' name. God bless. We'll see you again soon.